Hey guys, it's Phantom, and welcome back, or welcome to my channel for another episode of Ask Phantom. So, um, or <laughs> the Ask Phantom podcast. So, um, yeah, I'm back. It's been a couple of days. <laughs> well, it's probably been longer than that since filming a podcast episode, but I've been... Like, I've just been not really filming too many podcast episodes lately. And, um, hang on, sorry, my freaking podcast app is being all weird. Uh, I can't even remember what podcast I was listening to. Oh, wait, I was listening to mine. Never mind. Okay. So, I haven't filmed a podcast episode in, well, since September 7th. Well, no, not that long. Sorry. Since Saturday. I haven't um, posted since Saturday, and it's already October 1st, so... Um, yeah, we're, like, done with September. Like, I felt like September went by so slow for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm always home and time just feels like it goes by slowly. So, um, yeah, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about, like, how to handle, or how, I guess, like, how to handle, like, a job and, like, other things when you deal with, like, stress and stuff or how, like, mental health has affected my life, um, because I deal with certain things, um, I mean, it's gotten better, it's gotten better now because I don't have to, like, deal with certain things, like, school which gave me a lot of stress sometimes when it came to like you know finals like I'd always get stressed during finals week <laughs> I don't know what it is like I would just always get stressed during finals week but I have been dealing with like that for the past I don't know I've been dealing with that for like I don't know like two years now um because I didn't I didn't know I dealt I didn't know I had stress issues, so I'm going to talk about, like, how to handle stress. I mean, stress comes on for different reasons, for different people, and it's, um, it's shown in different ways. Like, some people have, like, some people might have headaches, some people might, um have, like, other symptoms of stress, um, but, like, physically, I can't really tell if I'm stressed unless I'm in pain sometimes, so, yeah, I'm probably gonna, like, go online and probably research a little bit, um, also, so, a little bit of a backtrack, um, 
you guys didn't know, I did YouTube throughout my high school career, or throughout my high school years, and that was also very stressful for me because I was working, like, three days a week, every single, well, I was um, filming videos every single week, three days a week, unless, um, like, something came up, like, like, I was too busy with school or something like that, or whatever, and, I'm just gonna look up, like, different forms of stress, I don't know, like, just for research for this podcast, so, um, if you guys didn't know, I've, or if you guys are new to the podcast, or new to my YouTube channel in general. Um, hi, my name is Phantom Sims. I'm a um, YouTube gamer. I've been doing YouTube. Well, I've been on YouTube since 2016, since November of 2016. Um, I came back in July of 2017. July 15th of 2017 was when I came back. And yeah, I've been doing I've been doing YouTube since I was a freshman in high school. I'm now graduated. So I'm now out of high school. Um, when I'm doing this podcast because I have time to do it. And I'm also you know, and I'm also a full time author and I've just started doing YouTube full time a couple of months ago. So like almost Oh jeez, okay. May, June, July. September, October. So, like, six months ago was when I started doing YouTube full-time. So, um, yeah, just a little bit of a backtrack, or just a little bit of a backstory on this whole thing. Um, basically, I did YouTube throughout high school, right? You know, I did YouTube I filmed YouTube videos three days a week. Um, you know, I've, I've been, like, you know, I know, like, pretty big YouTubers in the industry because I've befriended, like, huge YouTubers, um, over the years of me being on YouTube, like, um, Pastel Sims or Strike Rage or Halo or Caramel or, like, anyone else in the YouTube Sims community, um, kind of wish I had more Simmer friends, but I don't really, um, I haven't really had the time to, like, I mean, I have a lot of Simmer friends, I have a lot of, like, YouTube colleague friends, but I haven't had the time to, like, check out other channels or whatever, I don't know, I just, like, there are some people that I follow on Twitter, some of them have channels, some of them don't, um, it just depends. So, um, but, like, I mean, I, I had, like, a different high school experience than most people. Um, like, I had a different type of high school experience than most people because I was, like, in pretty advanced classes, like, not super, super advanced, 
but like I was, you know, in like, um, let's see, I was in like college prep classes and then my senior year I took a college course. Um, and then, yeah, my senior year I took a college course and I took a, you know, I took a lot of other classes in between. Like, for example, I took, um, I remember I took art my senior year. Um, I took a college level course my senior year. Um, I was like shifted in and out of like different classes. Um, I had like this, um, I had like this class where I do research. It was like a historical, it was like a historic archiving class or something like that where I would do like history, like history research. It was cool. Like I would mainly like do desk work, um, meaning like how, you know, how people um, would have like a regular office job where they would like be in front of a computer and scan things um, and like um, work with tech. Yeah, that's what I did. That's basically what I did. So I basically would like scan things, I would um, alter things in Photoshop. Um, if you guys don't know, I have a background in Photoshop, thank goodness, because, okay, so basically I have a background in Photoshop because I took a class that um, exposed me to Photoshop, thank goodness I took it. It was probably my most, need it was my most needed class because of what I do now. So, um, like, I really liked that class. I got, you know, I passed it. I passed pretty much all my classes, but it was, like, it was difficult, and it was a very stressful time for me at times, because, like, especially, oh my gosh, like, okay, I wasn't, like, I would get so stressed out, right, when we'd have, like, finals, or midterms, or... Like, I would get so freaking stressed when we'd have, like, tests or midterms or finals, especially finals. Oh my gosh. I remember, I remember, like, I was in chemistry class, because if you guys don't know, um, like, you can take chemistry and physics. So I took chemistry in, um, my junior year of high school. Um, it was a really difficult class for me, um... And luckily, my senior year, I didn't have to take physics because that would probably be worse for me. Cause it was like so, it was such a stressful time. Like, oh my gosh. So I would like, and I basically, and you know, since I was in the public eye at a young age, you know, with this YouTube thing and, you know, navigating a career and managing school, um, at the same time, it was really stressful for me because when you have like when you have a job, you're um or, you know when you have a when you have a job right you know and you're in school there's a lot more pressure there's a lot of pressure on you to um you know like 
pass your classes and get good grades and, you know, and be responsible and work hard and, you know, not slack off and, um, and stuff like that. Like, I know that there are people out there that are, like, you know, that have worked in high school, and I mean, don't get me wrong, but, like, when you have a different type of job, like, I didn't physically go to work every day. Like, I, like, now that I think about it, I have the luxury of working from home, um, which is something that I've wanted to do for quite some time, because it took me, it took me quite some time to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, and, um, because, like, I mean, obviously, I want to work in the gaming industry, and I want to be an author, and, you know, all that, all that stuff, but come to think of it, it took me quite some time to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, so now at, you know, now at this age where I, you know, developed a work ethic over the past, like, four years of being, like, four or five years being on YouTube, um, plus, you know, doing school all that time, and being stressed, might I add. So, I was, like, super stressed, and I started noticing. So, when I started noticing something was up was when it was, like, two, it was two years ago. Um, it's 2020 now, so this happened in 2018, I think, if I remember correctly. This happened, um, literally the summer of 2018 or earlier than that, but I do remember it happening a summer. So basically what happened to me was when I, basically what happened to me, I um, started developing headaches and I, um, and it wasn't like your typical headache, right? Because Okay, I have experience, I have experience with, like, headaches, because I've suffered from headaches for years. Um, so, like, I've suffered from headaches for the past, for, like, almost a decade now, and, um, you know, just in general. So, I just thought I, you know, had my, like, you know, I just thought I suffered from migraines. Like, I didn't have any clue that it was um, linked to stress because I didn't experience stress like that. So, um, like, I didn't experience stress like that. I just thought that I had, you know, I just thought I had migraines for the majority of my life. And then when I realized that it was something worse or, you know, something more, not really extreme, but something more in need of help, I, you know, went to the doctor, I got checked out because, like, I could tell because I was, like, you know, I was getting headaches and I was having other symptoms. Mainly I would have, like, headaches and eye pain and I wouldn't be able to walk sometimes because it because the headache would hurt so bad but like people experience stress and 
many different ways. Some people experience stress in the form of headaches, some people experience stress in other ways. Um, I don't really know the other ways to experience stress because I've only experienced probably one main thing of stress, um, which I thought I had suffered from tension headaches for the majority of, I mean, not tension headaches. I thought I had suffered from migraines for the majority of my life. And, um, you know, because I would get such awful headaches when I was a kid. So I just thought, oh, it's just that, you know. And I was like, and then when I got checked out, I was like, oh, like I didn't realize that, you know, headaches could be caused by stress. Like headaches can be caused by a lot of different things. Like some people, some people, they have headaches with like other symptoms as well. Like they might have auras, which are like these little, I don't really know how to explain it because I've never had an aura before. I've never experienced an aura um, during a headache. But, um, okay. But like, okay, I'm on this, I'm on this site, right? And I'm looking at the types of, like, different types of stress. And so, it says acute stress, which is you may know the feeling when you're behind on a seemingly all-important deadline. Um, and these can all, and this can also come in the form of headaches as well. So, like, acute migraine, tension, like, acute headache or migraine, tension, migraine, or headache, or and I mean, I've had, like, tension, headaches, and migraines before. Um, so, like, you know, acute stress is, like, you know, the typical stress. Like, you know, the typical type of stress where you're... Where... Like, you get anxious and, like, super stress, you know, like, super stressed, like, if you're, like, if you're in school or, um, or, like, you know, not really in school, but, like, maybe working or something. I mean, seriously, stress comes in different forms, so, and I've only really experienced headaches and other types of, and other stuff, but headaches is probably the only form I remember um so like child school asking you to come by or barely miss a serious car accident your heart might race your blood pressure might rise your sense of emergency might trigger a migraine or even chest pain um now I've never experienced chest pain with like with stress but I have experienced like tension migraines and stress headaches like it would get so bad to the point where I couldn't even walk sometimes because it was so bad and I couldn't even like move my head um and then there's like episodic stress I think that's how you say it yeah episodic stress where, like, mini crisis, like, panic attacks. I don't, I don't know. I've never experienced that type of stress, I don't think. And then there's, like, chronic stress, but I'll, 
kind of look into the type of thing that I dealt with. So, of physical stress. Because I think I dealt with, like, physical, I dealt with physical stress. Um, like, I would get headaches. And that was, like, and I was in, like, physical pain. Physical stress. In headaches, I guess. Or presented in headaches. So, I... So, basically, presented as headaches. Now, I'm not doing, like, medical research. Um, now, I'm not doing, like, medical research. I'm just saying there's different forms of... There's different forms of stress. And, um, like, some people have, like... Some people have anxiety headaches, some people have tension headaches, and I suffered from tension headaches. I've, you know, I've had tension headaches for the past, well, I got diagnosed with tension headaches like two years ago. So I have experienced, um, I've experienced like a ton of different things, but mainly from what I remember. I would get like eye pain and it wasn't and it wasn't like eye strain. It wasn't eye strain. It was like throbbing eye pain that I would get um or like it would either feel dull or it would feel like a headband wrapped around your head or it would be like it would hurt all over because some people some people, they just have, like, the band sensation, which is, like, you know, when you're wearing a sweatband or one of those head wrap, thing, like, head wrap headbands or, you know, dancer headpieces. Um, so, it says... I mean, it depends. It, it depends, honestly. For people, because some people have tension migraines, some people have tension headaches, and I think I've experienced both. So, um, so, I'm reading here that tension type headaches are the most common type of headache among adults. Um, I got diagnosed as a teen with tension headaches, so I got a, so I got diagnosed in adolescence, and, um, you know, which is teen, which is like teenhood, and, um, like, it would get so bad that I remember a couple months, I remember a couple months back, right, I mean, you know, I remember a few months back when, like, my stress levels were at, at, like, a different level because of what I was going through, like, I was in, you know, mind you, I was in a college-level class, so I was, so I was a college, high school student, basically. <laughs> I was doing college, 
level work in high school. So we would have like, and and with the English class that I and with the English teacher that I had since I was in um, such a high level class, I wasn't like an AP student. I wasn't an AP student. I've had friends that were like AP students. Um, but I've never been an AP. I've never been like an advanced placement student. And if you guys don't know, um, let me just look up what advanced placement is for the people that don't know what it is. But I know what it is. It's like when you're when you're an AP student. Um, okay, basically, for AP you have to take an exam, right? You have to take an entrance an entrance exam to get into the class. And I know this because um, my friend was an AP student. So it's like, okay. So basically, if you guys don't know what advanced placement is, um, advanced placement is a program. It's, it's basically college work. You're in college as a high school student. So basically you're doing college level work and the grading system and the grading system for AP is like totally different. Um, and I mean, like I've talked to my teachers about this, um, or like my, I had talked to my English teacher about this, like once upon a time, a couple of maybe like a couple of years ago or a couple months ago, or sometime last year, but I would talk to her about it. Um, sometimes because, um, you know, some people have teachers that are also, like, professors, so, um, and that was the case with my teacher, so, um, yeah, like, my teacher was a professor, she still is a professor, um, so, like, my teacher, I had a teacher who was also a college professor, so I would, like, talk to her about it, I'm not saying that, um, like, I had interest in being an AP student because, like, the workload of an AP student is, like, much, um, more intense than, like, regular college prep coursework or, um, whatever, but, like, I was in, like, honors prep in high school. Um, for my senior year. So, basically, I'm on Wikipedia right now. I don't know how reliable. I don't think the source is that reliable. I'm just, um... So, basically, you have to take an advanced placement exam, right? So, I'm just, like, skipping. I'm just, like, um... Well, not really skipping, but I'm just going to skip over, like, this whole, like, World War II section. So, basically, it says college. A committee report which recommended allowing high school students to study college-level material and to take achievement exams that allowed them to attain college credit for this work. So, basically, you're... Okay, so you have to take an exam... It's not like, um, it's not like a regular exam. 
it's like college level exam or harder than that. Um, I mean, I don't know because I've never been an AP. Like, I've okay, I've never been an AP, but I have friends who have been an AP since like freshman year. And, um, you know, because they were like very advanced people. Like, they, like, these were people I grew up with. And they were like extremely advanced. Um, or like really, really smart and really advanced. So, um, basically it says, A committee report which recommended allowing high school students to study college-level material and to take achievement exams that allowed them to attain college credit for their work. So let me just... Oops. I think I did something wrong. Okay. Sorry. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm skipping over something. Okay. No. No, I just kind of, my, I'm just kind of skipping. Oops. Okay, so a committee, a committee report that recommended allowing high school students to study college level material and to take achievement exams that allowed them to attain college credit for their work. The second committee, the Committee on Admission, with the advanced standing development and implemented plan to choose a curriculum, a pilot program was run in 1952, which covered 11 disciplines in the 19 in the 55-56 school year. It was nationally implemented in 10 students: mathematics, physics, chemistry, biology, English, history, French, German, Spanish, and Latin. Um, so, College Board nonprofit organization um, based in New York City has run the AP program since '55. So this has been going on since 1955. Um, from '65 to '89, Harlan Hansen um, was the director, or Harpo, Harpo Hansen. Um, which is, you know, like, his, I guess his, like, initials or whatever, or nickname, or a pseudonym that he went by, I don't know. But he was the American educator and director of the AP program from 65 to 69. And these classes are much harder than, um... These classes are much harder than um, typical classes. So, like, basically the course that I took, the course that I took, or the courses that I took, because I took an English class, um, like, I took the first half, and then I took the second half, um, and I took it for free. So, um, you know, as provided by my teacher because I was still in high school and I was taking it, so, um, but yeah, like, seeing as I was subject to that at, you know, 
at like 17, 18 years old, I got used to it and the grading system is different. The grading system is much different when you're in a college when you're in college or if you're doing AP. So basically the grading system Okay, let, let me look. Let me look what the grading system is. Um Sorry. I'm just doing like a ton of research. How is a college level grading system? College level grade system. Because um, it's it's a lot different. No, okay. How does grading in college work? Okay. So, okay, so I think I'm gonna, I hope this is a reliable source. Um, so I'm just like doing research to tell you guys like, um, kind of, kind of my experience. So if you guys have like never, if you guys have never taken a college class before actually going to college, this will probably, um, like open your eyes a little bit. Or if you're thinking about doing a college level course in high school or doing AP or something like that, just letting you know because it's, Because it's so much different than a regular grading system. So, obviously. So, grading systems, where I'm from, is an A is 90 to 100, a B is 80 to 89, so like B to B plus. A C is 70 to 79, a D is 60 to 69, and an F is 0 to 59. So 100 is the highest score you can get. Um, 80 to 89 is the second highest. 70 to 79 is a C or average. A D, which is 60 to 69, is below average, and an F is failing. Um, which is 0 to 59%. Um, so, basically, and then they have the letter grading system can also be broken down into a plus and minus. So, yeah. Take note that the plus minus system may vary down to the 10th decimal system. The plus minus system exists because when it comes to calculating your GPA, so your grade, so like your, your grades go into your GPA, which is your grade point average. So like they have 4.0, 3.0, 2.0, or like 3.0, um, or let's see, 4.0 and above, 3.0 and above, um, 2. Point, you know, like 2.0 and 1.0, and 1.0 is the lowest GPA you can have. 
So, um, let's see. Because, I mean, I, I went through it. So, an average GPA, or like, would be like a three point something. Like, I had a, um, I had like a pretty good GPA for some, for some point, but I had also struggled because, as I said, high school was a difficult time for me, so I struggled. But for some point, I had a pretty good GPA until I slipped. So, um, basically, this is, this is also broken down into a plus and minus system. Um, exists because when it comes to calculating a GPA for the semester, the letter grade value matters in the decimals. Um, following chart represents the grading system um, done by plus and minus. So as I said, A, okay, so an A, so a solid A, solid A slash A plus is 93 to 100. Um, okay, so let, let me just break it down. So A through F is 90 through 100, 80 through 89, C is 70 through 79 or average, or below average is 60 to 69, and an F, which is failing, um, is 0 to 59 percent but um, with the plus and minus system um, an A a solid A is 93 to 100 like an A plus to a solid A is 93 to 100 an A minus is 90 to 92 a B plus is 87 to 89 percent a B minus is 83 to 86 percent a B minus is 80 to 82%, a C plus is a 70 to 79%, so like you're almost to a B but not quite there. A solid C is a 73 to a 76%, a C minus is a 70 to a 72%, um, a D plus is a 67 to a 69%, a D which is a solid D, is a 63 to 66%, and a D minus is 60 to 62%, and anything below that is 60. I mean, anything below that is failing. Um, so, then we're going to dive deep into, like, the, the grade point average scale. It's basically what this is talking about. So here's where the grading system gets a little complicated in college. The GPA in college is calculated on a scale of one to four. So basically, this is this is how they do it. This is how they do it in high school as well. They kind of they kind of do it the same way in high school as well. If you guys didn't know or where I'm from, they do it. Um, like this in college, and they do, and they do it like this in high school as well. So, yes, they have a number system when it comes to GPAs here. 
where I'm from. So, okay, basically, the percent grade is calculated into a letter grade, and then it's calculated into, then it's factored into your GPA. So basically, let me just read here. What happens is that the numerical grades are converted to the letter grade, and the letter grade is then converted to the scale. Still, okay. So, so below is the grading scale going from the numeric grade to the letter grade to the 4.0 scale. Um, so the percentage grade, as I said, A is 93 to 100, which factors into the grading scale, which is a 4.0, so basically a straight-A student. Um, Ninety to a ninety-two is an A minus, which factors into a three-point seven grade point average, which is still really good. So, like a three-point zero to a four-point zero is a really good grade point average. Um, so, like if you get if you get straight A's, you'd be a four-point zero student if you get like a minuses and you know if you get like a's and b's you'd be like if you get solid a's and b's you'd probably be a 3.0 or above student um if you get a's through c's it depends kind of forgot how that worked um but yeah, so basically, straight A's is a 4.0. So to get all A's, you're a, four, you're a straight A student. So your GPA is 4.0 or higher. There are circumstances where your GPA can be higher than 4.0. It's like 4.0 or higher. Um, and you're basically, I think, an honors student or something like that. Or, like, valedictorian. I don't know. Forgot. I've never been valedictorian. I've never been valedictorian, so I don't know. Um, and then 9092 is, like, a 3.0 or above GPA. V- is, like, a 2.0 or lower than if you're a straight A. I mean, not a straight A student. A straight C student. You'd most likely, like, a sh get, like, a get through a 1.0 to a 2.0 or like a 2.3 or something like that and then it goes all the way down to 0, 0.0 which is like really really bad so um so I mean it it depends because every like college and high school is different so, math, basically, this is just an example. Like, this is this is just an example, basically. I'm not saying this is, like, accurate. I mean, this is pretty, this, this is pretty accurate of what, like, the number, the numeric scale of GPA looks like. 
but this is just an example. So, like, math, three credits, B+, plus, English, three credits, A, economics, two credits, C, history, three credits, A-. minus. Um, so, basically, so, okay, so it's broken into... So let, let me just let me just say this. So your so first off, you have your letter grade, right? You have your letter grade, and then or like you have you have your percentage, which factors into your letter grade, which then is converted into your GPA, and then that is converted into credits. So um then that is converted into credits, which is the number of, which is basically what you need to graduate high school or college, um, or like graduate a class. And you have to, pa okay, and let me, let me just say one thing. You have to pass a class to be able to get these credits. So basically you have your so, these are, this is an example of credits. So, math, let's say math gives you three credits. Or, like, math, you get three credits. You get B+. Plus. English, you get three credits. You get an A. Economics, you get two credits. You get a C. And then history, you get three credits. And then you get an A-. minus. So, this is just an example um, that they put. And I will put this in the description of the video when I post it. Um, so let me just let me just show you. Or let me just tell you because you guys can't see. So, for example, math. Let's say your grade is a B plus, right? And then your grade point equivalent that would give you a three point. Um, three GPA which would give you three credits and then okay that would be worth three credits English a you have a 4.0 GPA you'd have a 4.0 GPA for example and then that would give you three credits so it's grade weights time credit times credits so this is basically how it works. It's, basi it's basically math. Like, you need math for everything. So, math. For example, B+. 3.3 GPA times 3.0 credits. That would give you a 9 point... That would give you 9.9 .9 grade points. That would give you... 9.90. Um, this will give you 12. Because 4 times 3 is 12. Econ. Which, um, if you guys don't know, I took econ in high school as well. Um, I really liked it. It was a default class, but I passed. 
so like it was a hard class and I took it like way I took it like in the beginning of the I took it in the beginning of the I took it in the beginning of the year so don't worry um like like way beginning I think I took it like first semester or something like that because it's only a semester class And I took another, I took another class. I can't remember what else, but, um, I can't remember what else I took, but I took, um, econ, I took something else. Like, I, I really can't remember. Um, because it was like, so, it was so long ago, I can't even remember. <laughs> I mean, I remember being in high school. I just cannot remember what other class I took besides econ. So, um, I mean, I did. I did like econ. It was hard. It was hard though, but I, but I liked it. So yeah, I don't know what other class I took besides econ because it's been so long. If I think of it, it'll come back to me, but um, yeah, I honestly don't know. So. Oh wait, I took government. Yeah, I took, um, okay. So basically, my senior schedule <laughs> for my classes, I took, um, let's see, I took, um, gosh, what was my first period? Oh yeah, I had math first period. I had, like, this, this would, like, shift. This would shift, but, like, when I got, like, a more, um, like, I used to have, like, math after lunch, right? I used to have math after lunch, and then it got switched to morning, which I was very used to. I got very used to that. So, basically, my schedule for high school was math. I would have, um, gosh. I had cons math, which is consumer, so it was, like, money math. So, I, I would deal with money. Um... So, like, how to write checks and stuff. So, basically, I had cons. I had, um, art. I had econ slash government. Um, and then I had, um, gosh, what else did I have for fourth period? Okay, like, I cannot remember what I have for fourth. Cons, econ, alright, cons, art, economics, oh, jeez, I cannot remember, um, like, okay, I didn't, I didn't take history my senior year, because I already took it, but, um, I took some other class for fourth period, I cannot remember what I had for fourth period in high school um
I had um, like a study skills class, right? I had a study skills class. And then I had, um, okay, so basically I had like math, art, econ, slash government for third period. And then I had um, study skills, which was basically study period where I would like get all my work done if I had any. And then I had my English class. Then I went to my archiving class, which was my last class of the day. So <laughs> that was basically my senior schedule um, as a senior. And um, yeah, but like it kind of, like it, it kind of shifted whenever, um, you know, we started doing like homeschooling, um, basically, because if you guys didn't know, I, I was a senior in the time of, <laughs> I was a senior in the time of Rona, so, um, so yeah, I was in my senior year when Rona broke out. <laughs> And, like, I mean, we were getting, like, reports and everything, and, like, my teachers would, or, like, I had a teacher that would, like, do research on Rona or whatever. <laughs> and, um, you know, just to keep us updated. And then a couple months later in March, that's when everything went downhill, and, you know, schools got closed down, and we were doing online school so I mean I, lo I loved online school but I really missed my friends to be honest and um and everything because I was like I was used to like being at school every day you know so I mean it was fine I I flourished in online school and I was able to and I was able to like get stuff done at my own pace um because like I would have I would have like these packets so like I didn't really have a set schedule, I was just like, okay, or like, I would kind of go off what I had, I would kind of go off what I had every day, and if, and they had like a pass or fail grading system, they moved to like a pass or fail grading system for what was going on, so basically, this is what the typical grading system would look like. This is, this is what the typical grading system looks like, right? And then there's different forms of GPA. There's, um, so there's different forms of GPA. There's different forms of honors. There's different, you know, there's different forms of GPA, different forms of honors. So, um, So, all right, so, right, math, B plus, and this is just an example, 3.3 .3 times 3, 3.3 .3 GPA times 3 credits, um, that would give you A nine point ninety. That would give you 
almost 10 credits, so basically 9.9. Um, English A, 4.0, GPA, and then that would give you 3 credits, so times that by 3, that would give you 12 credits. Econ, 2.0, times 2 credits, that would give you 4, or wait, no, yeah, that would give you 4 credits in total. A, or history, A minus, 3.7 GPA, um, which is above like a 3.5, so it's like, so like a 3.5 would be an average GPA. Um, so GPA times credits, that would give you 11.10 or 11.1. And so the total would be 3, 6, 9, 12, or no, I'm, do I'm doing this wrong. So that would give you 11 credits times, all, you know, times all that. And that would give you 37 credits. And then down here, for example, if you had a 37, 37 divided by 11, is 3.36 um, would be your GPA so that's a really good GPA and then we have like the different types of GPA so like you have class GPA so it's the percentage one so it's it's basically a letter grade um, it's basically a letter grade right then you have your semester grade um, then the semester grade is the one calculated above, only with the classes that were completed during that semester. So, um, you know, with that you get credits. As I said, you need to get, um, you need to pass your classes in order to get credits. Um, in order to get credits, they don't just hand you credits. Um, you have to pass your classes to get credits. Then you have your, um, you know, you. that's basically the typical GPA that you'd see in like a high school or college. And then you have like three types of honors and all that type of stuff. And um, so yeah, I'll probably, I don't know if I'm going to link this, but if I, if I do... That'll probably I'll probably link this because this is pretty informative. So um, I'm probably gonna like close this up now and um, or just minimize it. So yeah, basically, for any of you guys wondering, an AP course is basically you do college level work. For college level credit and that either um, and you could either like finish college while a sphere in high school or you don't have to take as many classes because you already took them in high school so it gives you um, so it gives you more I guess free time to do 
classes that would count towards your major or your minor or whatever you're taking. But, um, I wouldn't know because I never took AP courses in high school. I took a college course and I took a college English course to, um, you know, help me through, to like, help me with the fact that I didn't, okay, I didn't, I didn't really want to take English, but, or I didn't want to take like English one A and B in college, so if I ever took like other English courses, I wouldn't have to take English one A and B because I already got the credits, um, for it from my high school so yeah so let's see um i mean there's like different forms of there's different forms of stress basically and i mean obviously being in a college level class and you know possibly like switching your classes out i mean there are people out there that would like switch their classes out all the time because they wanted to get out of class or they wanted to or like they didn't like the teacher or the professor or whatever um and they wanted to get out of the class or let's say they wanted to get out of the class because they didn't really have a legitimate reason um i don't really know or like they could get kicked out of class it, it depends, but like, I, um, I was in like a different sort of, I guess, tier in high school. I don't know. I wasn't like, I'm not talking about like popularity. I'm talking about like class tier, like, um, so at my school they had, basically, we had, um, you know, we had like gen ed, we had sped, um, so like gen ed is just general level classes, we had, um, sped, we had, um, college prep, which I was automatically in college prep, um, from the start of high school, and then when I was in my sophomore year, I was recommended to the um dsa or like the sa program which was like the service academy which basically so there were like there were things that we had to do to be a part of this program so basically i was in this community service academy type of program at my high school um and so basically there were requirements that we had to do to be a part of this so basically we were in college level classes we were with okay we were with the same teacher i got lucky to be with the same teacher for um a certain amount of years and talking about my English teacher, I got lucky enough to have my English teacher for three years. So I got I got used to her. I got used to their teaching methods. Um, and then I had like another teacher 
for two years because he was my history teacher and he taught another class. But like, and then I had my other, and then I had my other like academy teachers. So, um, I had like a ton of, so ba okay, basically all my classes were college level and then I had academy. So, um, basically there, there's requirements to be in an academy class or like, or like take, or like be in the academy program. So basically with the academy program that I was in, it was like a CS, CS academy. So like community service. So we had to have like a minimum requirement of like, we had to have X amount of community service hours to be able to graduate. Um, it was a requirement. Um, and I mean, like, and I mean, this was like an, this was like a every year thing. We had to have X amount of hours to graduate. Um, so, like, the minimum amount of hours that we could have was like 18. Um, we could, we could have more than that. We could have more than that if we wanted, but, um, basically, if you're, basically, if you're doing Community Service Academy in any form, it doesn't matter, like, you know, if you're, if you're in high school, if you're still in high school and you're listening to this and you're thinking about doing the Community Service Program, if your school offers it, um, first off, you have to be recommended you have to be recommended. You can't just say, oh, I want to be a part of the com community service program. Basically, what happened with me was I was put in college level courses, college preparatory courses um, from the beginning of my high school career. So every class, every few classes I had were college prep. Like pretty much every single English class I've been in since, you know, since being in high school has been college prep courses. And so I was in college prep classes throughout high school. And I was like, I was advanced enough to be in college prep classes. Because I knew at some point I would be going to college. I didn't know whether I'd be going right away or I'd wait a while. But... It's good that I had, like, college-level prep courses in high school. So, I was automatically in college prep courses. And I, um, you know, like, I got recommended by the counselor. So, basically, if you're school has like an academy program there's an academy counselor that's assigned to all the academy students so like okay you'd have like your regular counselor and then you'd have your academy counselor so basically there was a counselor that was assigned to all the academy students and then you'd have to be recommended right you'd have to be recommended and um basically i was recommended and i I was hesitant. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I knew nothing. I knew nothing about this. 
you know, I knew nothing about what I was getting into. I was just a sophomore in high school. I was just like a young, a young sophomore in high school. I didn't know anything about this. And, um, then I was put into my, um, English class, which I loved, by the way. I loved that English class. It was so much fun. Um, probably, it was probably the teacher and the atmosphere and the friends I made. But, yeah, I liked all my teachers. There wasn't a teacher that I didn't like. Um, even though, like, the, sometimes the material was hard. And trust me, it's, it's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be easy, but, um... Like, it's not going to be easy in any way, but we get a lot, we got a lot of opportunities that, like, other students wouldn't really get. So, like, people that weren't in the program wouldn't really, um, get that type of opportunity. So, like, we would help our community, uh, we would help out the community and, um, that felt, you know, that felt really good, that felt really rewarding for me because I felt like I had to do something you know like I I went on like college like I went on college tours I went on a college tour um I I went on a college tour my sophomore year it was so cool and then we went we went like a we went to a ton of different places like oh my gosh we went to like, an internment camp for a field trip. It was so cool, because I'm, like, a, I'm, like, a huge, um, okay, so, as I said, I grew up on anime. I grew up on anime, so I've always been fascinated with Japanese culture and everything like that, and it was, it was probably one of the coolest things I had ever experienced in my life. It was, literally the coolest thing I'd ever experienced like we had seen real Japanese um ceremonial dress like ceremonial dressings um and like you know the ceremonial sandal you know the sandals um and everything like it was so awesome and then we went to then we went like a ton of different places we went to like the um we went, we went so many places, like, I can't even, I can't even keep track of how many places we went to, because that's how many places we went to, like, we went, we went to a, we went to a ship, we went to a, we went and saw a warship, we, you know, like, I just had so many cool experiences, Oops, sorry. I just had so many cool experiences with this that I can never, like, I can never relive because that was the coolest. That was probably the coolest thing ever. It was so awesome. And we went to, we went to, like, San Simeon. We went to, like, a ton of different places. Um... And, um, you know, cause, like, we went, you know, cause, like, Hearst Castle's by San Simeon, so we went there, 
and we went like a ton of different places. It was so, so cool because like, oh my gosh, you guys have no idea. I'll probably talk about it. I'll probably talk about, I'll probably talk about it in a separate episode, but like that was just so cool. Like having all those experiences and we helped out at like homeless shelters. We helped out like we had like these other like school-based events that I would, you know, that we would help with. And it was like such a cool experience. So basically, since I was doing this program, I would take so many opportunities to get hours like I didn't care like I literally didn't care but there were requirements to go on said field trips you had to have passing grades um you had okay you had to have passing grades to go right so if you didn't have like basically you'd get like a printout of your grades um You'd get a printout of your grades. Your teachers would um, have to. Your teachers would have to sign them. You know, okaying you to go, and like some teachers would okay you to go, and others, it depends. But like I had always had decent enough grades to be able to go. Like it used to be, if you had below a C, you weren't allowed to go to these field trips. But, um, then it changed to if you had below, if you had below a D, which, as I said, is barely passing, then you weren't allowed to go. So, like, then you had to stay behind. So, I basically went on pretty much every field trip that I could. And, um, yeah, it was cool. It was so cool. We went to, we went to a restaurant once, um. I don't know if it was, like, for, I can't remember what it was for, really, but it was cool. So, um, yeah, like, there's, like, different organizations you could help at or whatever, and it was, it was just so cool knowing that, you know, you're helping your community and having fun at the same time and also learning about things at the same time, and it's just something that, just something I can't ever really get back. I can't really, you know, experience that again. So that was like so awesome to be able to do that. And it it felt nice to have like an educational vacation, like, you know, away from school. I mean, it was all for educational purposes, but I just saw it as like an educational vacation where we could hang out and where we could hang out and learn and in a different environment and it was just so interesting so i think um like you know besides let me let me just say this let me just like close out the episode by saying this despite all the stress that you guys are probably going to experience in your lives it's worth it because like, it's worth it for so many reasons. Like, if I didn't experience what I experienced, um, 
then I wouldn't have, like, all these great memories of high school. You know, like, like, let's just, let's just put the stress aside for a minute and say something along the lines of, um, you know, like, if I never... If I was never in, like, a college-level course, I would never get that, you know, experience again. I mean, I would if I went to college. I would if I went to college. But, I mean, I got an open door of, like, college, of, like, a college workload. So, um, you know, I knew... I kind of knew what to expect if I ever decided to go to college and um, so on and so forth. And then I got to experience like what helping others, you know, like putting others before myself was like. And, um, you know, I got to meet a ton of different people. Um, like I got to meet, I got to make a ton of different friends. I got to meet a ton of different people. I, um, was a part of different organizations, like, I was a part of different organizations, I, um, you know, I helped the less fortunate, I learned what it was like to be a leader and, you know, lead by example and show others, you know, despite how much stress you're gonna go through in life, there's always ups to your downs, you know? So, from someone who has dealt with stress the majority of my life, take it from me, it will get better. Um, like, it will get better. Trust me. Because I've gone through it. I've, I've had, like... You know, I've had, like, test anxiety, I've had testing stress, I've experienced, I've experienced it all. So, um, you know, I've, I've experienced, like, college work stress, I've experienced work and school stress. Um, so take it from me, it does get better, you do get used to it. Um... And if you are feeling, and if you are feeling stressed to the point of, like, physical pain, seek help. Like, there's always help for those who ask for it. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for an inter, like, an, an intervention or something like that if you need it. Um, and also, if you're stressed take a break and also like if you're like overly stressed and, and overworked take a break that's that's what I had to do that's what I had to do when I moved to online I moved to like distance learning and online school I had to take breaks I had to take multiple breaks I took a couple of breaks throughout the day and I was um and I was fine I made it through Despite, like, you know, all the pain and stress. I learned that from my experience, you have to take breaks. Because your body, your body will thank you later. And your body, 
does pay for the stress that it's put under. So let me just say this. It does get better. You will get through it. If you need the help, if you need the help, like if you are physically stressed, if you are having headaches, like, it, you know, if you are experiencing headaches, if you are physically stressed, if you are, you know, tired or whatever from being overworked or from a workload, talk to somebody, get the help you think you need and you know take care of yourself because stress is a mental health thing stress factors into your mental health and it's best to have a healthy mind and be physically healthy to the best of your ability so with that i'm going to go um with that, I'm going to go, and I hope you guys um, took something out of this episode, and also, I'm really glad that I was able to film this episode for you guys, and I hope you guys seriously take something out of this um, episode, because trust me, it'll help you. It'll help you out in the long run. And if you are having other issues related to mental health, there are there are services available to you. There's, um, you know, there's like things like therapy or um, just talking to somebody or whatever. There's like multiple resources for mental health and stress. And so, with that said, I'm going to go. Hope you guys took something from this episode, as I said before. And the podcast is available on all podcasting platforms, and this will be available on YouTube. Hopefully this will upload, because this is a very important episode, and I want it to be able to upload for the people that can't catch the podcast. But yeah, I'm going to go. Goodbye, guys, and have a great evening um have a great rest of your evening or have a great morning or day in general whenever you guys are watching or listening to this and also be sure to subscribe to my advice channel um if you haven't already and i will talk to you guys later goodbye guys